Vinyl was always a part of my life. Uh, my parents allowed me to pick through their record collection ever since I was a little kid. And I still believe it is the best way to listen to music on, on vinyl, to have you know something tangible in your hands where you can look at the artwork, you can read all the liner notes, all of that stuff is just way cooler than uh, downloading an MP3. Uh, I am so certain that I ruined a lot of the uh, the needles on their turntable at home, just trying to you know tinker around and, and figuring out how it all worked uh, from a young age. That was Allie Klein, production coordinator at Chicago's sole vinyl record pressing plant, Smashed Plastic. Like Allie, I also share a history of digging through my parents' record collection and pulling what I could. To me, finding a record, pulling it out of a sleeve and looking through the liner notes was more of an event. And as a kid with, well, a limited budget, it also proved to be an affordable way to find new music. I didn't feel bad about going to a record store and finding a slightly beat up copy of something I've never heard before and spending a dollar because at the time, the late 90s, early 2000s, it was affordable. Nobody was buying new records. Over the years, I didn't realize just how big the vinyl boom was. So Smash Plastic got started around three years ago in February of 2019. Um, two of the four owners of Smash Plastic, Andy Weber and John Lombardo, are also Chirp Radio volunteers, so that's how I know them and how I came to work at Smash Plastic. Um, Andy and John, along with Steve Polutnik and Matt Bradford, partnered up and made their dream a reality. They had been thinking about it for a couple years um, prior to opening in February of 2019. Um, I know that the only other closest plants in the Midwest that produce vinyl records are over in Cleveland or Detroit. So the guys had to track down some machines to get started because there weren't very many people making new machines out there. A lot of them were all old ones being rehabbed or refurbished, and they just weren't <laughs> down with starting something with that. Um, but they did find a company out of Toronto, Canada called Viral Technologies and got in touch with them and went and saw some of those machines um, in progress and kind of figured everything out from there, uh, from finding a building to house the plant, um, something that would meet all of our needs. Uh, they actually landed here in the Hermosa neighborhood over on Diversity and Trip at uh, a building called Workshop 4200. Smash Plastic began operating during COVID-19. And while many industries faced issues during the pandemic, making records had some unique challenges. So we did have uh, some supply chain issues. We definitely got hit like everyone else in every industry. Uh, supply chain issues impacting our business. Um, our turnaround times and pricing definitely had to increase a little bit to deal with all of that, to deal with the wait times that we were getting. Um, anything in shipping uh, trying to get from point A to point B to us was obviously affected. So we were waiting on stuff like the, the actual like PVC granulate that we use to make the actual vinyl, like the, the actual uh, you know 
quote unquote wax, if you will. We were waiting on that to come in. Um, our machines come from Canada. So anytime a part would break down or we had to wait for a replacement coming from Canada, that would take a really long time and set us back. Um, even the press machine technician that we were trying to get to come in to help us um, couldn't get into the country for a while to come and service the machine uh, a while back when crossing the border was an issue. Um, so yeah, we definitely got hit with stuff like that. We are uh, specifically working with local bands and local labels and making those a priority so that we can mitigate some of those issues. We started taking on local Chicagoland or close by Midwest orders where people would be able to come to the plant to pick up their order uh, once they were pressed instead of um, trying to deal with anybody we had to ship to um, so that we could, you know, make sure that we are servicing locals first and foremost. That's always been the dream here at Smash Plastic. Um, right now, we are still at about a 36-week turnaround time, which is the most uh, since I started back in 2021. Hey, are you Dan? Yeah. Yeah. How's it going, man? Yeah, good to meet you. I'm good. Good to meet you, too. Come on in. I'm Dan Jarvis. I'm the packaging and inventory manager at Smash Plastic. I oversee the quality control and packaging and final assembly of jobs and uh, do a lot of other stuff around here. This is the pressing room. The company started with just this room. We used to do all packaging and pressing in here. We've since expanded to another room next door here where we do our quality control and packaging. Might be a little loud in here, but... Uh, one operator can run two presses generally. We'll show you the other ones running here. They're automatic. you got to keep an eye on them, though. So they're run on thermal units, which is over here. Thermal unit will actually pump hot and cool water through the molds, which help melt the plastic, which turns into a record. This record's this classic black. You'll see like some of these pellets are nice and round. Some of them are like kind of more like shards. So we mix actual recycled regrind vinyl with virgin vinyl, which most plants do. We do about a 50-50 mix because the old records, the reject records will still, once they're ground up, will still sound just as good. So we can throw the rejects back in once they're uh, back in pellet form. But that gets uh, brought down to this extruder. Dan patiently watched me through every step and detail of the process, which I was totally geeking out on, by the way. But essentially what you should know is that the plastic pellets, affectionately known as wax, are melted down and pressed into what we know as final records. Obviously, there are a few more steps, and it's a little more complicated than that. What I really loved about my visit was seeing music as labor, and not just a passion. Like It can provide jobs. I've been here a few years now, and I remember like year one, a big job for us used to be 1,000 records, 1,500 records. Like those were some of the, you know, you, it was a lot of, our minimum orders 250, so local bands often did 250, 500 maybe, those are pretty common. And now, three years in, we're doing 10,000, 12,000, you know, two to 5,000 kind of became more common. Yeah, so we've, we've grown quite a bit. The goal of the company was always to try to really stay local and try to really help the Chicago market, both local labels and local bands. So even with doing these bigger jobs for like Drag City or Numero, some of those labels, we're still making sure to find time to fit in the, the small jobs. And that's actually what press number three is going to be dedicated to. 
yeah, I think we still a good 70 to 90 percent of our business is probably local. Like, I don't think we would be doing a Sonic Youth record if we weren't all just big Sonic Youth fans. Right. Since you guys do press a lot of local acts, are yeah. you in any local bands or groups? Yeah. Um, the main one that's most active right now is uh, Bev Rage and the Drinks. I play guitar in that band. Um, I play guitar in a band called Diagonal, both of which uh, have been pressed here. I'm actually going to be pressing the Bev Rage record uh, later this year, probably next month, myself. So that's a cool perk of the job is getting to press my own record. It's very fun. We're going to pick out the colors. It's going to be all recycled vinyl. It's going to be, uh, so that'll be exciting. I got to do it for uh, Diagonal. We, we put out a record last year, and I got to press that myself. And that was a very unique experience, because I don't know anybody else that's been able to work on a record from writing the songs to recording the songs to actually pressing the button that starts the, you know, the, the, the record press and actually sees them come off the machine. So... This podcast was produced by me, Matt Strasser, for the Summer 2022 Vocalo Storytelling Workshop. Additional support from Ari Mejia, Ariana Martinez, as well as Smash Plastic, but especially Ali Klein and Dan Jarvis. Music was provided by Bev Rage and the Drinks.